0: Hey, welcome to Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. My name is Caitlin Young and I'm your host. I will be bringing on guests each week to talk to you about their journey to their purpose and how being an entrepreneur that works and, uh, you know, how they work through their struggles. I'm really excited to bring this to you guys, so stay tuned. Hello and welcome to our third episode of Owning Your Journey, The Entrepreneur's Journey. Um, My name is Caitlin Young and today I'm super excited about this guest. Um, I have been following Steve, talking to Steve for a while now. He is the expert when it comes to visualization. Um, He is like the guy and integrity um, that I follow when I have a visionary question or anything, I literally ask, "What would Steve do?" Um, he is also known as Funkle Steve to me. Um, and uh, so, I'm really excited to introduce Steve Gamlin. Steve Gamlin, thank you for coming on today.
1: Thank you, Caitlin. And for anybody who does does not understand what Funkle means means, I'm like the fun uncle because I am, you know, quite a bit older than you. So hopefully, with age comes wisdom as well. I'm I'm hoping for that, and that's that's what I try for every day.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, um, you know, how you got here today.
1: Well, how I got here today is actually a really cool st- story that dovetails into what I do for a living. I'll be 55 this year. And at age 11, I wanted to be a radio DJ, a stand up comedian, an author. And a teacher of people, but not in a classroom setting, because I had an amazing fifth grade teacher named Mrs. Farron, who, whenever I finished my work early, would encourage me to go and help other students and mentor them a bit and and cheer them on, pick them up and help them with with whatever they might be stuck on. And I just developed a love for coaching and helping other people. So fast forward through the next several decades, I was on the radio from my mid-20s to mid-30s. Blew that entire life up, including my career and my first marriage and any shred of financial stability. Sat in the ashes for a year or two and then became a stand-up comedian and a motivational speaker at the same time. Did stand-up for seven years, had published four books, get to coach and mentor other people, and have been a speaker for 18 plus years so far.
0: Wow, that is like so cool that it like started in a classroom and then like, you know, basically evolved from there. Like I just, oh, that I love that. Yeah, um, it wasn't
1: easy along the way, but now looking back, I'm like, wow, I everything I set up as the vision happened and, you know, look at all these cool little scars, dings and dents from along the way, but hey, they gave me everything that I get to share today because I earned it every step of the way and that there's there's an authenticity to that that i love the most about what i do and how i do it
0: exactly and that's why like i've literally had you speak like at an event about integrity because it just it, it shines it just is something you see when someone talks to you um and so you know this is about you know finding the path to your purpose the entrepreneur's journey so Um, you know, what is your purpose and, you know, how did you come about that? Like, what were the struggles you went through to get there? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. The original struggle that actually led to the whole journey and and it, it's great to want something, but if you don't have the confidence or you don't have the resources or you don't really have a clue yet as to what it really looks like. So you kind of keep saying, well, Hey, down the road, I'd like to do this. I made the mistake. I call it a mistake early on of letting my friends know what my goals were. And in my early twenties, I had graduated college with a business degree, did not want to pursue anything in the business world, and kind of sat for a little while. I was broken, depressed, just doing odd jobs. And a friend of mine asked me, why didn't you ever get into radio? You know, you, you always said you wanted to do radio. You know more about music than any of us. You're always happy talking about music. You play music at all the parties. Why didn't you do it? And I just didn't have the confidence to do it or even know how to pursue it. And I happened to call a radio DJ named Cindy, who is still a a treasured friend today. And said, Cindy, I'm thinking of getting into radio. What do I do? And she named a school down in Boston that had a summer class. Went down to that, lived at my mom's apartment in Boston throughout the summer and just hopped a train to school. So that was super convenient. And got back at the end of summer, got an internship at a rock station that we'd grown up listening to. Internships pay nothing, by the way, but I got my foot in the door and I went to my friend's house and said, Hey man, I'm in radio. And he was so happy and so proud. And of course I got the, I told you so speech, you know, where you put your buddy in a headlock and you rub your knuckles on his head, like a head noogie Mm -hmm. told you so you big dummy. And it was amazing that that had happened and why it happened. But then that friend passed away three weeks later, he had had cancer and it just came back very quickly and he was gone. I didn't get the gift for another 10 years. I worked 15 years worth of hours in 10, burnt myself into the ground, and just walked away from radio because I'd been blown out twice when radio stations got sold, we all got fired. Next group got sold, we all got fired. Third group, 10 years in, somebody said, hey, Steve, Scott, the owner's going through a divorce. He might have to sell the radio station. And that little voice in my head said, get out now and I quit and there went my radio career my financial stability and my first marriage all in a short window of time and I wound up back in the ashes had to crawl home and live with family I was in tens of thousands of dollars in debt because I wasn't watching my money and was right back in the ashes of what the heck do I do with my life and on a hot August afternoon in 2003 Had $3 in my pocket, went and hit a bucket of golf balls just to get out frustrations at a driving range. Was under the power lines way at the end of the tee boxes and a thunderstorm came through and I'm the only person who didn't run from the storm because I was just getting out frustration. And at one point I just held the club up and said, I dare ya, (laughs) go ahead, take your best shot. And of course, nothing happened. I hit my bucket, the buckets of two other guys who had been in the storm. And by the time I was done, I couldn't even lift my arms got to my car and the rain stopped and the sun came out like that. I just thought that was the funniest thing. It was like God saying there, (laughs) you know, (laughs) well played. like, you're lucky I didn't take you out. In a day or so later, I was talking with a brand new life coach for our weekly call. And he said, how was your week? And I said, put down your pen and listen to this. And as funny as I could make it, I mean, brutally self-deprecating because I used to have horrible self-talk. But as funny as I could make it, I told the story of that hour and how even God didn't want me (laughs) like he didn't hit me with the lightning And my coach who was doing something you should never do when you're putting somebody's life back together is laugh hysterically at how pathetic you are. When he finished laughing, he said, have you ever thought of being a motivational speaker or stand up comedian? I think you'd be great at both. And I said, hmm, I've wanted to do both since I was 11 years old, but I have no idea how to pursue it. So I never did And in, in the junk mail on his desk was a brochure from a local community college that had an intro to stand-up comedy class starting two weeks later. And I went and he asked, you ever heard of Toastmasters? I said, yeah, they kind of get together and they do speeches and stuff. He said, yeah, you already got most of what you need. Why don't you just go work on the basic tools? And I think you'll do well. Did stand up for seven years, been speaking for 18 so far. And what I didn't realize for a long time is I successfully completed all four things I wanted to do and envisioned for myself, including the recording studio I'm sitting in right now, when I was 11 years old, I'm doing everything I wanted to do. And I've learned so much and I have succeeded wildly and I have failed catastrophically, which taught me all the (laughs) lessons I needed to get to the next part.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's the part that a lot of entrepreneurs and people get don't get, is it's like they see these people rise, right? And they yeah. don't see all the struggles that come with it. They just are like, oh, they did it so perfectly. It's like, oh, mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, they say, oh, you're so lucky. And my favorite response in the world, because I don't like to swear or be dirty, is hashtag up yours. <laughs> and i can weave it into sentences i'm like oh it's great that you think i'm lucky hashtag up yours
0: (laughs) yours. that's fantastic oh my goodness so um you know you're known as the vision born master things like Mm -hmm. that tell us a few things that you think could help a listener that's thinking about maybe getting into entrepreneurship or thinking about getting into um their real passion their purpose like what should they do to get there like what would be your first recommendation
1: first thing is turn off all things electronic get away from social media in the news in the broadcast media and everything walk away from every negative voice in your life go sit somewhere neutral or peaceful or not distracting and put pen to paper And describe the ultimate version of your life. And I'm not just talking career, because so many people think, oh, if I could just do something I'm passionate about, I'll be happy. No, you won't. You'll be just very busy doing something that you may be passionate about. So think of it this way. The eight areas of life that I teach people in, your physical health, your emotional well-being, your relationships, your core values and ethics that guide you everywhere. Your faith and spirituality that can do the same if you believe in higher power, God, universe, whatever. Your connection to the world in a real way because some of us do not function well without a lot of human connection. Yeah. In your career and your money. If you start thinking of all these areas of your life and understand, because I know right now some people are like writing them down going, oh, that seems like a lot. Here's the thing. They're all working together 24 seven anyway. So wouldn't it be a great idea To have a little say in the matter, to not just describe what you want, but who you want to become in the process is the first step I give to people. Most people never explain it that way when it comes to visualization and vision boards. And believe me, I've been on a 20-year journey putting all this stuff together that I teach because I learned the very basics because there was almost nothing at the time about vision boards. I learned it from watching the DVD version of The Secret, where one guy, John Assaraf, talked about vision boards for less than three minutes out of a 98-minute DVD. So it it was Steve in the wilderness when I first started, but I've learned all this stuff that it's all about who you become in all those areas of your life if you want to have a rewarding life at all. Yeah. Like, stop falling in love with just Being your own boss or being an entrepreneur, that is not enough. I owned one of my companies for 28 and a half years. And it was not, it was a DJ business. People think, oh, fun. Mm, The majority of my time was doing very unfun things. Yeah. Carrying equipment at two in the morning when it's three degrees out and LL Bean does not exactly make tuxedos. (laughs) Freezing my (laughs) tail off in a parking lot. Not fun. I loved what I got to do enough. And I took care of myself physically. So I'd have the energy to do it. And every, you know, I've I've been in love with my Tina for almost 16 years. And she was so tolerant of me not being home on the weekends. And it worked into every facet of my life. So that's where I recommend people start. And and think of what their goals look like, feel like, sound like, even smell like. Create an immersive experience for what it's all going to be like the best you can when you're first
0: starting out. That is so key. I think that's where a lot of people get lost. So like you said, you know, everybody's like, oh, I wanna be in control of my own time or something mm-hmm. like that. And they only look at like the one or two aspects, but there's so many more. And, uh, you know, I know looking back at me, like even I struggled with the physical health part. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once you put in alignment, like all the parts, it's crazy how much more you grow, you know? Yes. Um, so definitely um, on point with that one. Um, now, what would be one thing you would want to tell someone who maybe is an entrepreneur, they have this vision, but they don't know um, how to scale to that next step? Like, what would be your advice to them? Like, should they make a new vision board? What, what do you think that they should do?
1: Making a vision board and setting your goals is a really good start Uh, right there. As far as say step one, a, and step one, B find the people out there who are succeeding or operating at the level that you aspire to be at and start to study them watch them on social media, if they make videos, if they're on podcasts, if they write articles, if they've written books, if they're speaking at events, go immerse yourself in the experience of what their lives are like and how they're living and how they operate inside those businesses. Watch the systems that they put in place and start to not necessarily copy what they do, but use them as a template to design your life and be a lot more aware of what to expect. You know, it's one thing to just do something you love. And, and if you make money, at it, it's a golden goose. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a hardcore visionary. And in the book, Rocket Fuel, they talk about two different types of people, visionaries and integrators. I'm a hardcore visionary. I can come up with some really good ideas and execute super comfortable on stage and confident. Now I've grown into all this because I wasn't 20 years ago. But I was not able to construct or even understand the systems that went into making my business streamlined, making it easier, making my time more economical. And I struggled for a long time. I ran my business like a lemonade stand. And now, because I've surrounded myself with integrators and teams, because I watched other speakers and how they constructed and ran their businesses, that's how I learned to do this so find the people you aspire to be like you may find out that you like one thing about these people but all of a sudden find out that their core values and ethics are something you would never want to do so you learn what you also don't want or aren't willing to do or what doesn't align with you and then yeah. you find the best people to run with and just start wherever you're at just start yeah a
0: hundred percent hundred percent where can people find you, Steve, on social media or um, you know online? Where would you uh, say they can find you?
1: You can find me by my name, Steve Gamlin, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. And my new website is stevegamlin.com, G-A-M-L-I-N.
0: Perfect. And we will be playing that in the show notes, guys. Make sure that you reach out and connect with Steve. He has been an integral part in my entrepreneur journey. Um, Thank you again for coming on and talking with us, Steve.
1: My pleasure. Thank you very much. And congratulations on the relaunch of the podcast.
0: Thank you. I'm really excited. Awesome. Hey, thank you for listening into my podcast, Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. I'm super excited that you were able to tune in and If you liked this podcast or if you found any golden nuggets, make sure to share it with your family and friends on social media. And also make sure you go over and give us a review on iTunes or any platform you listen to. It'll help us rank better and get us in front of more viewers and get them some value as well. Again, thank you for listening in and go out there and crush it.